Hello and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. We're going to be doing something interesting tonight by adding in scene transition music where I can help show when we're moving from one scene to another. Which makes sense because this episode is a little all over the place. Tonight we explore the past of one of our newest characters, find that something's been stealing from people, and go have a spa day. Welcome listeners to Mage the Ascension, Indomitable Souls, Season 1, Episode 14. You thought it was Dio, but it was I, Awakenings Part 3. in everything real quick. Who here sleeps at the Chantry or near the Chantry? Jake, technically your bus counts right now. My bus? Uh, the bus Julia. counts right now. So then you yes, the we do. Yes, Melody does. Yes, yes, yes. So well, the the bus is still in the garage. We, we sleep on the, the bus. One of the Chantry leaders said, damn it, you're not homeless. You have a room here. So well, I have a room on the Chantry. As far as my parents well, know, so I'm not a trade school. We all have rooms <laughs> at the Chantry. Yes. But like, I, I sleep on the bus because it's my home. So I'm do I. Okay, there. cool. <laughs> you sleep in so, my closet. <laughs> this is for kind of the week where you guys were doing a bunch of stuff. I'll get rolls from you guys for the for yep. that week for anything you guys want to do in just a second. But I, there is a roll that I do need you guys to give me right now. Okay. Not uh, you, Taylor. I know. Obviously, you my dice to do a corner. So, I need everyone to make me a perception and alertness roll. Difficulty seven. Unless... You have the deep sleeper flaw, at which point it is difficulty 10. Don't have it. Don't have it. Alertness. What's the difficulty? <laughs> 10 for All a deep right. sleeper. <laughs> the one what thing I didn't take. Alertness and what? Perception. The, the, the science behind that was I am always so caffeinated yeah. and hyped up that when I finally crash, I fucking crash. That's fair. What was the difficulty again? That's Seven for you guys. <laughs> 10 for Christina. Uh-huh. One. I'm good. How many? I need to know how many. Maybe. Six. Oh, shit. Okay. Well. It's the lawyer. If she doesn't si- catch on, this shit. On six dice? Um, yeah, it's just that if she's a lawyer. If she doesn't catch this shit, I don't know. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> no. Britt, since you botch, can you please put a thing into. Where'd the bowl for the Spring. momentum pool go? It uh, got moved. Oh, is that the ball? But okay, so Britt, you botched, right? I so at least it's in the bowl. Bad. Okay. How many ones did you roll? I rolled two ones, two threes, a five, and a four. Damn. Okay, I'm gonna actually have you put two in there because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have something fucking special for you. Oh, yay! I'll put this one. Boop. Okay. Dude. Who got a one? A one? No, like a oh, one success. I'm sorry, oh, okay. one, one success. success. Okay. I got a one success. Who, who got two? Three, four, Jake got four, five, 
What the fuck, guys? Six. Six? <laughs> How many did you get, Christina? Zero? Okay. Yeah. So not rolling ones, though. Uh, that's technically a failure, so we put another one in the momentum. <laughs> this one. We'll get this one. No, the one's not pink. <laughs> it's red. It's no, pink. It's pink. pink. There's a blue. I was here when she made them. No. There, you get a blue leaf. <laughs> okay, so we currently have three things in the momentum uh, pool. So, Elias, you are in a half-conscious kind of state. What's something that would be in your room? Something small, but not actually important to you. A bomb. A bomb? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like be that would be very important to Elias. Nah, not really. No, there are definitely things more important to Elias yeah. than a yeah, bomb. Yeah, but if you're, you would notice if your bomb was missing, right? No. Not if he has a bunch of them. It's something that should be noticeable, but not... Upsetting. Upsetting. So, yeah, a bomb. Um... So Ooh, you kind of have, you kind of like half awake and you don't see anything, but you hear a loud like <laughs> And then the door opening and then closing and then you just go back to sleep, just kind of going, that was fucking weird. Is it like a crunching or like a robot footstep? Like a robot footstep. Okay. okay, so I'm just gonna think that it's Rory fucking around and go back to sleep. Julia, you got five, six. six. Got you got, Jake got four. Yes. Okay, Jake, you wake up, like your eyes shoot open for a second, and you are given a weird view of a metal, um, not like almost like like an MC Escher painting. Like it's fucking weird, and like weird metal things are just kind of going everywhere. It's just kind of like. You like windows in your closet. looking like <laughs> over your face and make me a willpower roll. Difficulty is going to be a eight. One, you are currently in basically a sleep paralysis. Okay, Ooh. whatever you're is, is you're staring at, it's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I don't know what the fuck this is, and you just kind of go, you know what? Close my eyes, maybe it'll go away. You hear some I'll stuff. I'll reach out and try to touch his brain. Reach out and touch space. I was like, you can't reach out. You're paralyzed, okay, but I get what um, you're saying. Roll me, roll me a rete, um, difficulty eight. One success. It feels familiar, but there is no sentient thought there. Or sapient thought, I should say. Okay. If there is something that is familiar about it, but um, like your brain just kind of goes, you know what, I'm going to shut off. Familiar friendly or familiar? Familiar friendly. Then I won't try to scanners. <laughs> okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna roll your scanner stat. I remember I took a rope for what we've referred been referring to as scanners. Right. So, Melody, the heart and soul over here, <laughs> you are awoken by your door opening. I immediately have my hand on my gun. Do you turn the light on? Can you turn the light on from your bed? I could. Are you going Do to? Do you? I clap and all the lights come on. Ah, you got a clapper. Clap on. Clap on. Like, why clap wouldn't on, I? It's so Make much me fun. A perception and alertness roll. Difficulty. Can it be wits? <laughs> no. This is perception. Perception and alertness. Difficulty is going to be a eight, actually. As soon as the light goes on, something goes darting away. At least one success. One success. Yeah. You see and you see the glint of metal and you hear metal stomping going down the hall. 
Very quickly? Very quickly. And you can hear the sound almost like panting, like the way that a uh, like the way that a dog would pant when it's uh it's excited. It's feels like it's like a little like Cogsworth who's like So for those of you who failed uh, failed or botched. Um for, for for okay, so starting off can with I Elias, get up and go after who only got who only got a one. Uh if you get up and go after it, you you cannot find it. It basically goes stomp, 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 and then just disappears. I'm gonna do a thing. Okay. After you do this. You said, okay. you said quick metal stopping and kind of panting almost? Yes. So, Elias, yep. one of your bongs is missing. Oh. Okay. I'm going to just assume that someone in the chantry took it. No, it's not me. Rory, yeah. one of your expensive socket wrench sets is missing. Oh, shit. Someone's getting murdered. <laughs> Oof. Easy. I'm probably passed the fuck out. When you wake up, you cannot find any of your drumsticks. Uh-oh. Something will die. Nor can you find not drumsticks. Not even my backup drumsticks? Not, you can find no drumsticks within the shantry itself. <laughs> no! <laughs> this, ha- this happens, by the way, all of this happens over the course of a week. Okay. Like, one night, it's like, my bong's missing. What the hell's up with this? And then, like, the most recent night was, where the hell are my drumsticks? Who the fuck's taking my drumsticks? Is it the most recent night my shit goes missing, too? No, the most recent night. Okay. When does my stuff go off? Because I would just be like, guys, this weird thing happened. Uh, probably middle of the week. Because as soon as my shit goes missing, I'm going to cause a scene. All right. So, so, I want to use some time fuckery. Uh-oh. Okay. Basically, I want to use the idea that... Um, there's mirrors in my room. Okay. And I'm assuming that there are mirrors in the Chantry. Mm-hmm. I want to use my mirror as a focus um, with using time and entropy, focusing specifically on what I saw and heard in the accounts from everyone else mm-hmm. to try and get a sort of like video recording of this thing's movements over the last couple of weeks. Over the last week. Okay. Would that work? Entropy, I'm not sure how that entropy is gonna help with that. But time, yes, you probably could. Okay. So I roll my Arite? Arite, it is going to be a difficulty of seven. I am going to give you, for the good description of that, I am gonna give you an automatic success on that. Okay. But if you roll one, obviously the one takes away that on. I got two successes. Okay. So three total. Oh, with the automatic success? Holy shit. Okay. So, basically you put together, not necessarily a visual recording, but like a mental visual recording because you can't really take your stuff out of your head and then put it to... Intruder. You have seen multiple times (coughs) going into people's rooms and stealing things from them. A werewolf. This is the thing that Michael put together last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, you said metal. Yeah. Possible violation. So. Of stem cell. Of stem cell. Of stem cell restrictions. <laughs> like, I've seen In the thing. Because I've gone down there, I went down there to pizza. teach him, uh, I think mm-hmm. it was Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Forces, I believe, yeah. Yeah, so I've seen the thing, so. Mm-hmm. 
Michael. She's taking notes. Like, as soon as I wake up and I realize it's gone, I just bust over. Who the fuck took them? Who was in my goddamn room? I will shoot you. I will shit on your bed. No, I will <laughs> shoot you. Where are they? Possible Everybody is confused. Possible violation of stem cell restrictions Where in the state of Massachusetts. Are my socket wrenches. Michael to be investigated by local <laughs> and federal. So you know right boards. now that Michael is off in the high umbra. Yeah. He's in Doisenstep. Doisenstep. Dubstep. Dubstep. He's in Dubstep. Asked. That was a joke for that episode with Dubstep. Relocation. <laughs> this is the character where you get to give by yes. witness. I'm so good otherwise. Protection. You have to let me have one. Strike your hammer Program. The bass drops. <laughs> <laughs> so, Taylor uh, Tavis. Tavis. I'm getting it right one of these days. That's fine. Destroy. Tavis. Tavis gets brought in. Uh, Evidence. And you all are kind of just upset about things um, that are missing. Uh, Jake, you're... Medical... You don't own anything, no. so I guess you... No, not. I don't have possessions. <laughs> it was very... Con- whatever it was was very confusing. You had nothing that it could steal. ripping the shantry apart looking for my shit. You cannot find them anywhere. When I run into okay. it, I'll greet it as a friend, because I sensed it's fine and saw it as friendly. So does anyone want to know what I wrote as yes. Melody for this? Well, yes. I was listening. Intruder information. Werewolf question mark. Possible violation of stem cell restrictions in the state of Massachusetts. Michael to be investigated by local and federal medical boards. If asked, possible relocation by witness protection program. Please discreetly destroy evidence of medical malpractice. It's in the eyes of the human law, it will be considered medical malpractice. Are you bringing this up to everyone? As yes. Is? Okay. Um, yeah, I've seen that shit. It's a metal werewolf constructed thing that he has down in his workshop. Well, it probably took all of your things. I'm going down there. Okay, you go down there. You go down there. You do not find any of the stuff. It is still in the same position that Michael left it. I look at it. Uh, using prime, can I look at the patterns on it? It is... And knowing matter, also. Knowing matter, it's, um... With with Prime, you're going to see that it is... It was magically made. Um, there's nothing that you recognize as mage magic on it. There is a lingering something on it, besides the, the matter stuff. There's a lingering something on it, but nothing you quite know about so, it kind of doesn't fall into your wheelhouse. Using um, Elias's life, mind, and spirit mm-hmm. to none take of, a look at it. None of well. those are there. So, like, who was going to tell me <laughs> that, like, uh, Michael had, like, made a werewolf mech well, in our basement? It, well, I thought it, it was just a statue. Yeah, it was just supposed to be a statue that our... So, uh, mutual vampire person wanted to do. It's all. And, like, you thought it was a good idea to, like, store it here? Yeah. Okay. We thought uh, it'd be perfect. Please, no more experiments like this for a little while. Like, uh, I don't need Rory, like, murdering all of us when it decides to go after, like, the rest of her tools. So. But I think that's, like, a fair statement. But Rory wouldn't murder me. She knows, or she knows I would never take so, anything. So. Offer tea, coffee, treats. Do you take any of that? Nope. Nope. Okay. 
maybe Kovacs' ecstasy, but nope. So I actually do warn Tavis about, or is it Tavis? Tavis, you got her. I do warn Tavis that um, Elias is a raging drug addict, <laughs> and you need to be very careful about any food that he offers you because it's probably laced with something. So what I if that's what you're into, go I for it. Fuck yeah. No. So I'm hearing this. Next time I can't figure Elias out the, the equation or something me. like that, then take one. Like, whatever gets your brain juices flowing better, but, like, I'm, I'm gonna say to this as nicely as I can. In moderation and not in public. Do whatever, like, you want, but, like, I can't... When so. you let me know these things are happening. Izzy's gonna come storming off her uh, tour bus, being just super angry and just exuding just frustration while she's, like, trying to, like, find things, and... Have any of you guys seen my drum We're all in the basement. Like, oh, I've I'm seen, gonna come find I've seen it. it. It's really bizarre, but it's friendly. Seeing what? I'm looking for my drumsticks. There's this weird, swirly, abstract. But where are my drumsticks? I don't care. Are about, you gonna wait, tell us that it's friendly? That's you exactly just, what I did said. Did you just say it was stealing? But things? it's friendly. So like, yeah. So, my drumsticks. real quick. So, so it's probably curious. Real quick. So you say the words abstract concept. When that happens, this triggers a flashback for you, buddy. <laughs> yep. Huh, I'm gonna here. let I'm gonna let this conversation finish. Figured that would happen. Um. Then we're going to, I'm going to pause, we're going to take a small break, and I'm going to do Taylor's Awakening. Yay! Uh, ah! So, <laughs> if it's friendly, but it doesn't possess any, any, it doesn't seem sentient, I might just break it apart. So I'm down for that. It stole my drumsticks. Real all of it stole my socket Even my hidden Real ones. quick, Brendan. Yes. <laughs> did I see, using weird timey-wimey ma- mirror magic, how this thing was moving and how it evaded me how it disappeared is it, it shifting? appeared to pop in at a place and then pop out so normally near a mirror okay so what i'm guessing like based on my knowledge really not necessarily of anything metal. like not i don't have it in my sphere but being around all these mages would i be able to guess that it's using <coughs> umbra it's going in and out of the umbra one or it's using correspondence one of those might be correct okay can I roll anything to get a clearer answer? Um, intelligence plus anything good, cult or esoteric. Esoterica? Cool. Yep. Hippie wits? Uh, you know what, I'll, I'll let it go with wits since it's more of like a conversation, so it's like Finally. an on-the-spot thing, you're not doing research. I'll roll two. I have esoterica. Okay. Difficulty is going to be a seven for you guys. Uh, can I actually <laughs> Thank roll you. this One, two, before three. the... Flashback bullshittery happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Eight. you said esoteric and intelligence? Eight successes. Eight okay. What, what the Six, fuck? Seven. I have until I have wits five. What'd you say the uh, difficulty was? Uh, seven. Did you say, did you say intelligence Does this or matter with wits? my uh, uh, kin? Oh. Well, that's I will give you difficulty six for that. Okay. Uh, what's the difficulty? Seven. Sorry, since it's wits, it's more. Okay, um, I'm not going to go through the whole group for this, yeah. because yep. Julia got a shit ton of successes yep. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is what you have so, me for! <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the bell curve hits Rick. Sometimes the bell curve on the other end hits Julia. <laughs> I just make things. <laughs> um, you get 35 by I pulling the information, by talking, by talking to everyone, by uh, also having um, a kinfolk here, yeah, um, you know that mirrors to uh, changing breeds 
or to shapeshifters, um, are a portal to the Umbra. This thing is, like, moving in and out of the Umbra? So, like, that's how it's getting in and out without really being detected. So, like, it's using our mirrors to kind of come into our to our rooms and to, like, the Chantry. If you're, like, saying that it's friendly, then, like, maybe we should go talk to the local Cairn and see if, like, maybe they have some information about somebody who's, like, I don't know, hoarding our stuff like a really, like, you know... Or it can break it. I can understand why it took her stuff because robot metal makes sense, but wooden drumsticks. But like, think about what crows collect. Or I could break it. Like, I mean, I'm down with that. Ferox and I feel like Tavis probably look at you oh, at yeah, the same time. Think about it. Like, I'm not, like crows collect things in their nest. They're not necessarily always shiny. You got a minute to convince me not to break it. So, Taylor, there was a word that got said, something about weird, esoteric bullshit. Abstract. Abstract bullshit that kind of sends you into a momentary state of, like, confusion. As you are, as your brain reels back a couple of years to when you, uh, when you were still an unawakened person solving a problem. That solving a math theorem for what 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 uh what are you doing? What what specifics you're doing physics, right? Physics. You were solving a you were trying to solve help solve a physics theorem that could help that would help if proven possible kind of jumpstart the knowledge of humanity to the point of basically being able to do cold like, fusion. Not cold fusion. Cold fusion is so overplayed. Basically, uh, I can't remember what the actual theory is called, but it's been like super on Facebook lately. But it's the warp drive one that the uh, that the uh, the scientists down in Mexico came up with. Okay. Um, basically, you're trying to solve that because like it is theoretically possible to push space around you and do the warp drive bullshit. Yeah. And this guy has found out a way, but like you're trying to like really, like, prove it with, like... Basically, plug in all the math and see what the numbers come up with. Plug in all the math and see what the numbers come up with. Right now, it's a late night, and you are just stuck. You cannot figure it out. You're burning the... You're burning the candle at both ends. This has been a problem for you. You've actually called off a couple of classes at this point, and some of your honors students come over. There's a uh, knock on your door. You hear one of your students is like, Hey, uh, Professor McNabb, hi, can I come in? Door's open. He opens up the door. We sit there somewhat like I'm sitting right now, which is partially leaned back in a chair, one leg bouncing, one leg straight out, arms partially crossed, but in one arm or one hand is a glass of whiskey. As I'm staring at this board, practically like I pulled my hair out trying to fucking figure this damn thing out. Ooh, ooh. Okay, Professor. Listen, man, you've been racking your head about this for... How long? Months now? Like, I appreciate that you're giving some of us just automatic A's whenever that we help you out. Or, like, go do coffee runs for you. But you are really, like, dude. I feel like I'm right fucking there. And I can't figure it out. Do you know how irritating that is? Oh, I know exactly how irritating that is. You, you've given us assignments where I'm right fucking there. And I can't figure it out until that I figure it out, like late at night when my brain is 
both firing on all cylinders but only running on fumes. You know, like that weird third wind state that you get to? Third wind. I haven't had that in many years. I don't need sleep, I need answers. <laughs> Quiet, conscience, I thought I took you back and shot you in the face. <laughs> I don't need excuses, I need pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> I never don't want pictures of Spider-Man. So, he just kind of goes, well, what all have you tried? Sleep, coffee, okay. alcohol. Okay. okay. More I sleep, more that. coffee, it's... more alcohol. Okay. And staring at this board until I'm practically blind. Okay. So, have you heard okay. of mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> have you tried cocaine yet? I hear that it makes you uncomfortably vigilant. <laughs> Does it make your teeth itch? Well, you know, it worked for Sigmund Freud. Does it make Not your teeth itch? Not gonna help me at all. Just be like, there's this moonshine I got from down south from my hometown. <laughs> I haven't given him a country accent. So no, he's not from that town. He's incognito. No. And that'll oh do more God. harm than good. To fit in. All right. Um, what about... What about something that expands your mind? We're gonna do peyote. So you want to go do you want to go do peyote in the desert and punch God with me? I 100 <laughs> thought you said pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> the mind expanding experience the, of pierogi. It's, it's the new drug taking over some of the more urban urban areas, the affluent urban areas in Boston. <laughs> pierogi. So listen, there's there's a new thing hitting the market. Uh, I've used it to help me figure out your stuff. It's drugs. called. He just kind of pauses for a moment and then looks at you and goes, "You're not going to get me in trouble, are you?" You just admit you're trying to offer your professor hard, likely illegal drugs. I mean, technically, if there isn't a if this works, you pass my fucking class. Okay, I've fucking had it with this damn board. I've got a single. You know what? If it if it helps me pass. I've got a single dose of Solar Twilight here. I'm sorry. That's exactly my train of thought. Solar I'm Twilight. Sorry. Solar Twilight. It gives you the infinite ideas in, of the sun. Infinite cosmic power, itty bitty living space. Infinite cosmic power, not itty bitty living space. You get, <laughs> you get like. Hype, not hyper vigilant. That's not the <laughs> <laughs> hyper vigilant. We're stuck on the cookie. Makes your teeth itch. <laughs> no, but like it, it really gives you ideas, like the kinds of ideas that like are beyond human comprehension, like the kind of things that came from a different era. I want my sixth bottle of whiskey tonight. If I go like handle or like he like looks at you and goes like. Handle or like tonight? Tonight, and you are familiar with my last name. Okay, fair, but I'm pretty sure that we should take you to the ER in that case. That's why we're sure gonna the human... do the drugs first while I'm not thinking about it. And then we'll go from there. <laughs> if I die, I die. Then you don't have to worry about this problem anymore. Exactly, that's not my problem. Not my life, not my I'm talking okay. to things that aren't even here. That's how so, we are. <laughs> he pulls out. A small bottle. He goes, okay, so here's the deal. You take this, one squirt in each eye, and then one on the top. 
That sounds awful. All right. Do I need to be sitting down for this? Do I need to yeah, be in a padded pro- we, cell somewhere? We should probably have you sitting down. Don't worry, you don't move a whole lot when this happens. Unless you have a seizure. The mind's running, but the body ain't going anywhere? Exactly. So squirt in each eye along the tongue? All yep. right, let's go, to the, let's go to the sitting room. Okay, you go to the sitting room, he <laughs> goes and locks the doors. It's a nice house, of course there's a sitting room. And, uh... All right, all right, Professor, let's hope this works. Squirt squirt in the eyes. Oh. It kind of stings. It almost feels like you're staring at the sun it's one of those, oh, as fuck. you're temporarily right. blinded. You're actually making my eyes water, you bastard. Um, and then he's like, okay, stick out your tongue. Ha. And you can feel that there is more than a drop put on there. Oh. He's like, oops! Oh, no. And then you f- can see the equations coming in front of you. Doctor Strange, when he gets punched out of his body and goes through that flight through the multiverse. Yeah, oh, kind no. of. Or also uh, the Zach Galifianakis like seeing the yeah. the equations like going through you. <laughs> oh, you're no. just kind of like oh, no. seeing them all swirl around you and you're kind of like your brain is filling in uh, the, the missing pieces. Like some higher intelligence is taking over for you. You can kind of feel like you're you, but there's something being beam down to you from on high into your brain. Oh no. And it's, it's almost like you feel like you're on the highway to the danger zone. Danger zone. <laughs> so you see all Can of these things die? and it takes about mm, probably three hours for this trip to finish up. But in doing so, in all of this, you have basically solved this equation. And you do remember all of it very vividly. Which is terrifying. Yep. Because there are other problems with that equation. Is that the only way for you to figure out this equation properly is to accept the fact that there are higher realms of being. Not just dimensional realms, not like fourth dimensional and blah, 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 but like spiritual realms and planes of thought. Esoteric. Esoteric things. And places even further beyond that. Um, All these squares make a circle. All of these squares make a circle. All of these circles make Make a single square. square. Everything is within the square, but also without the square. It is a massive mindfuck that though completely weird is completely solid math assuming that you accept all of these fundamental principles about the spatial time space metaphysical hierarchy of everything this also concludes to you in one soul crushingly terrifying moment that there are existences sapient life of unknowable size working outside of said large square that incur- that encompasses everything. The void has a face. The void and has it's fucking ugly. And it is <laughs> fucking ugly. As that you think about this and stare at your completed equation, you are drawn into a single part of it. That's the worst part. 
you can also feel your consciousness flinging back centuries. One, two, three, four, six centuries, six and a half centuries total. And you see yourself on an unfamiliar pass on a cliffside surrounded by your peers. You're all dressed appropriately for the times, though everyone has weapons of what you know to be reality-bending properties. Your modern brain does that, but your brain at this time sees it as magic. You are all standing there at a single pass upon a cliff, and before you is a behemoth creature almost like the Christian devil. Bat wings behind it, entire buildings tall. It's almost as tall as a, as a skyscraper with horns that curve up. I'm picturing the creature from the Satan pit of Doctor Who with David Tennant. Uh, yes, yes, pretty much. <laughs> Just the wings. Yes. Got it. On its hands, flames are coming out and being flung down. Fireballs. Coming to, to you all. What do you do? You're aware that you have some magical potential in doing this. Do I also have that weird sciencey brain of me still kicking in as well? Yes, yes you do. Fireballs are coming at us. The best way to do that is to reduce the speed of the vibrating molecules to dissipate the uh, fire. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> um, can you make me a, a retay roll? Uh, I'll give you an extra success for the good description of how okay. physics fucking so works. I'm just rolling the three dice. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. One, three, and six. That is one success at difficulty six because okay. I gave you. Did I give you one extra dice or did I? You need one extra success. One extra success. Okay, then. The extra success is. Yeah, so you have. Yep. You have so it comes down, and it is hard. It is physically straining you to actually take to take this out, to uh, make the, the molecules not vibrate as much, to dissipate the fire. But at the very last second, you make a hole in it, in, in this fireball, this wave of fire, to protect your allies as the fire washes around you all. What do you do against this thing? Your cabal, your group, looks to you for answers. This is where I don't know the fuck I'm doing. Hey, so same thing with think, everyone else. So think about what, uh, what you have available mm -hmm. to you and go to like extremes and then you can hear it back. I go to extremes. Yes. You are because I, you're awakening, like, your powers are maximum. I was literally just thinking, alright, so this thing is currently in our problem. Yes. Why not make it no longer a problem? It is not in our current time stream. It is sent so far ahead or backwards or both that you don't fucking have to deal with it because it's not in your face. Top half forward, bottom half back. Yep. Or, yeah. Okay. Basically, um, rendered in half in different you, positions just, of this, time. That one goes way the fuck that way. I don't care where. That one goes way the fuck that way. I don't care where. In time, just. I just turn it to Carmen San Diego. Where he's, the fucking time went, nobody knows. These times and courses and correspondence are yep. just three things. Okay. Roll me an arete. I'll give you an extra dice for that one. Ooh. Difficulty six. 
Uh, three successes. Okay, you successfully send the top half forward a couple hundred years and the bottom half backwards a couple hundred years. You might have just made the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs, but who knows? Yeah, not you're, my problem. You're, you're in the 1400s. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Um, forwards, you don't know, and you don't know the nature of this thing, but you can feel that as that this happens, reality itself refuses to accept what that you've just done, and you can feel your body being torn apart on the on the molecular level. Oh. As a man behind you yells, No! Kinagi! And then that is the last you hear as you are flung back into your current state. What was that name? Kinagi. Q-I. Wait, say it again? Kinagi. Q-I hyphen N-A-G-I. You know from the memory that is brought to you after a moment is you were at the fight of the keyhole, fighting the Deep Umbra Lord, and I'm gonna fuck this the fuck up. Urush Lakugran. I mean, if it's anything Can you spell I that for Christina it's for the not notes? supposed to be uh, pronounceable. Can you spell that for Christina for the notes? You are, mm -hmm. you with an apostrophe over it, or with an uh, a height, uh, accent. Accent, accent mark. mark over it. That's not gonna happen. S-H. L A K H G apostrophe R U N. Ushla Cougar. The fight of the keyhole. The fight of the keyhole. Right. Yep, we'll go with that. Urushla. Uru. It's Urushi. It fucking Uru'd at me. It's Uru. It's Urushi. Arushi, the fight against Arushi at the keyhole. Like I said, it urued at me. I I, I couldn't stand this. <laughs> it uwooed. <laughs> it urued. Listen here, the last time someone uwooed or around it at a, at a, at a game, I they lost control of their character. <laughs> that did happen at one of our D D sessions. Uh, oh, I was thinking about the time that Dan played a uh, uwu Catholic priest in my hunter game. <laughs> that was the first one that I ran. In which he told a Baptist priest preacher that a Baptist preacher said something to him about uh, his his path, and he's like, "That's fine. We all make mistakes." <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the sitting room three hours later. Yes, probably soaked in sweat. Oh yeah, you took some of that shit was fucked up. But you now know about this. Now, as that you have solved this. You realize that you are alone in your sitting room or near your class, uh, near your blackboard and everything. Yep. And there is a very rapid, heavy knock at your door. Hello? Uh, hey, uh, is this Professor Tavish? Uh, my boss said to be here around this time. You do not recognize his voice. Who is it? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Alex Sanders. You do not recognize that name. You're not one of my students. What do you want? Uh, you need to get out of here right now. Come with me. Come. You know what? I hate stumbling. I... Stumbling plates the door and just opens it. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so you see Alex Sanders. Alex Sanders is a staggeringly tall man. He looks like he took the giant feet. Uh, he's about seven feet tall, but very like slight. He's a fucking beanpole. He's a fucking beanpole. Um, 
he has two swords at his hip and he ha and he kind of extends his hands out to you and he goes come i know this is fucking tro trophy here but come with me if you want to live the sca meets on the other side of town <sighs> the illuminati is after you the new world order your ex-wife is coming after you for alimony Child support payments. They you know of. He kind of he kind of goes through things, and then he just kind of goes, "Okay, we're just trying to revoke your license." Okay, listen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the board is going to revoke your license for solving that math equation. No, but you get your license. <laughs> I'm still half drunk. I don't fucking care. That's no, sober drunk. We're like you're still drunk, but you're sober. You know you're drunk. You can tell by the seriousness in this guy's voice that he's not fucking. Yeah, around. so it's like, all right, fine. Let me just. Get some clothes? Yeah, yeah, go get some clothes. Uh, at this point, you're not in L.A. You're in some other random yeah, fucking town. But uh, packs in one of those overnight suitcases where it's just like a few changes of clothes, like, all right, fine. And then gets his important stuff and goes with it. So you go, you get into a car with two sure. other guys, and they go speeding you Take away. a picture of it. You take no, a picture? No, yeah. I don't need it. It's all up here. I don't oh. fucking need it, so I just erase the fucking board. No evidence. Yep. So, after that, you guys make a multiple day trip down to L.A., where that you yep. uh, basically are informed that you're a mage. And a couple days later, um, you find out that your home was broken into and burned to the ground. So they weren't fucking around. They basically explained to you that because that you found some bullshit that you should not have been aware of, the technocracy was going to come to quiet you. The technocracy, as they explain it, is basically the Illuminati, the the 1%, the, the conspiracy theorists were right bullshit, that there is a secret hand controlling everything. So they're the reason I can't win the lottery. Correct. Yes. Um, and they were going to come there, and they were either going to recruit you, at which point... Excuse me. <laughs> They've probably pounded back a few beers. It's been very traumatic for you. Yep. Um, they they uh they basically just go. It's uh it's a thing that happens. They they were either going to recruit you or kill you. Uh, our boss Ferox told told us to be there for you, and to help you out. He'll be here in a couple he of. Holds, he holds his hand up with his finger, out. All right. So I'll make this super simple, just to make sure I'm on the right page. Magic exists. I can do it. I learned bullshittery that I shouldn't know, and now I'm trying to potentially be silenced. Yeah, correct. And I needed to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Right. Nerd. So now what? Uh, so Ferox is going to come down. We're going to teach you all about the traditions and all the magic stuff. And then I think you're going to hang out with us for a bit uh, to get trained up. You see, this is why my mother said never, ever Don't worry. Drugs. Don't worry. We're going to LA. We can find you a good cover. Do drugs once, and it's the end of the fucking world. It's your fault. You sent the fireball. Oh, <laughs> damn it, this shit was right. It's just like, damn it. Um, so you come to find out if the, you ever talk. Oh, uh, do you ever talk about your awakening to them? To them? Yeah. No. You ever talk about your awakening to Ferox? Yes. He informs you about the history of that. That is actually the Battle of the Keyhole, which was 
necessary in the creation of the of the High Umbra Shard Realm called Horizon. Basically, he explains that a high, the High Umbra is a portion of the spirit world that is influenced solely by thought and belief. The page here where the mages can create whatever the fuck they want. Yes. <laughs> Got it. And according to what you've said, you uh, you inhabited the body of the ki- ki- Kinagi, Kinagi uh, who was one of the only fatalities there. Uh, he theorizes that the technocracy was going to try and get to you before you did that, because they've done that to multiple other uh, mages who were going to awaken. Because what that they're hoping to prevent is... Basically what the you just did. Because... Which part of what I just did? Where you sent the front part forward. And the back part... Oh, they're trying to stop that part. Yeah, they don't care about the back part. The back part can go as far back as, as you want. God. They're worried about the front part suddenly showing up one day. Yeah, I wasn't thinking at the time. Just kind of did it. It happens. So... The first thing that came to fucking mind, I'm like, wait a second, I have time. I can just... Yep. It's not my problem. <laughs> So, and now you are back in the actual present. Time is the not my current present. I, I, want, I want to let you know that uh, I kind of gave that to you because I've been really lore deep diving. And I was like, you know what would be a really cool way for a... I've done the you manipulate time, like you stop time, you manipulate time for, for these two. You know what? I was like, you know would be a really cool way to do an awakening? You literally go back in time and inhabit some other cultist's body. Magic. Mm-hmm. Magic. If you know how you did it, it's science. If you, if you have no fucking clue, it's magic. I just threw a wrench at things. You, you threw a very heavy wrench at things. It wasn't heavy to begin with. So, we'll be staring off Thousand Yard Stare like he's a Vietnam War vet. <laughs> if that gives anybody ideas. Uh, uh, cold sweats I unfortunately know that very well. But uh, yeah. cold sweat and shaking. Okay, so Melody goes for her Manny Petty. Manny, wow, you're cute. Manny Petty. Manny Petty. Melody goes for her Manny Petty and starts uh, looking up things on Mr. Brightness, his holdings, as well as Arterili Brodovich, his holdings over. Well, the idea behind what I'm doing is pretty simple. Like, so. All uh, the blueprints for his buildings are technically, they are public buildings. They are public holdings. Yes. If there is an emergency, his uh, those blueprints need to be public knowledge, correct? Correct. So what I want to do first is I want the blueprints for the hotel that he wants to meet us at. Okay. Um, um, you get a blueprint for um, a local uh, office building. He, he does not have a hotel here. Okay. Does he have any buildings in the Salem area that I should be aware of because they would, you know, be kind of like, not necessarily a vampire lair, but a vampire lair? Um, you know that he... So I'm sitting there and I'm I'm in my chair and I've got my tablet open and I'm just kind of like scrolling through and I'm zooming in on different things in the blueprints. Is there anything that I need to know that's like jumping out of me as odd, like spaces that aren't accounted for and i'm also referencing it with the google 
mm -hmm. earth view of the building and kind of like surveying around the building. So does everything add up? Yes, everything does add up. This looks like a legitimate business. All right, next I want to look at the sewer system underneath this. Okay. Um, I need to know what the, the power lines and the sewer lines look like. I want to know how much power is going into this. I want to know if he has any underground tunnels that are attached to this building. So I'm going to let you know right now that sewers get weird in the world of darkness, no matter where you are. If there is a vampire population, the sewers are not right because the sewers are where day. Nosferatu are. Okay. So like, if you look at it over time, you will notice that like maps have changed and like there have been either add-ons made or just suddenly one year just taken away. Yeah. You can kind of see that sometimes they're covering their tracks, sometimes they're not. It's a little bit hard to tell, but basically sewers, it's not something that has been going on as long as Mr. Brightness has been eyeing Salem. This has been a thing that has been going on for as long as sewer systems have been a thing. The next thing I'm going to do is I want to look at Reddit. Specifically, local occult conspiracy theory Reddits for the Greater Salem area. Okay. I'm specifically looking for things that have to do with any address that corresponds with the holding of either Artarelli or Mr. Brightness. Okay, that is going to require a computer's role. I'm going to give you it on intelligence since it's a long-term research. Okay. Or if research is better for you, that would also work. They're both the same, but oh, so yeah, go. my wits is typically my better one, but investigation's my best, but... What's the difficulty? Six. I got three successes. Okay. After going through way too much stuff about cryptids and the uh, and the Jersey Devil, um, you finally come along. Uh, basically, one of the things you notice is, is that until a Brightness Landing Hotel is built, there is a time of upheaval in that area as a lot of gang violence happens and a lot of and then suddenly it doesn't and then anymore. suddenly it doesn't anymore gotcha okay um this is not very noticeable in bigger metropolitan areas where gang <coughs> violence is already a problem but in smaller area but in uh smaller cities where there is less gang violence suddenly there is a either a surge of gang violence or a surge of uh vi very violent crimes happening in the area before that hotel is built. And then once it is built, uh, the crime rate kind of goes back to normal. Uh, maybe violent crimes happen a little, uh, violent crimes happen a little bit less often, but disappearances do tend to go up. Does there seem to be like any rhyme or reason to the, the hotels that he's building? Like any pattern to the where they're being stationed? Do I notice that He's putting them near nodes, you, natural you, nodes of power. Are you asking if he's putting them in a fucking pentagram? Not necessarily <laughs> just a pentagram. Think like dragon lines for exalted, yeah. Like, like I want to know if he's trying to tap into like lines of power in Salem. If he's actively looking at like okay. ways um, to position them. That in would be a intelligence plus a cult role to figure out where nodes of power would be in the area. 
Difficulty? Um, that's gonna be a seven. Two successes. Okay. You know that Salem is that you guys, you you all, and the werewolf Cairn control the biggest nodes of power. Okay, but um, a bunch of little ones put together can also be terrifying. They can be terrifying. You, he is not buying land anywhere near that. Okay. He is buying land near sites of violence. Because that's where he's getting, he's getting vamps from, basically. Um, something like that, yeah. Um, you know that he is, he has bought land in places that are either site, that have been historically sites of violence, like during the, the, the Boston Marathon, he actually bought up some, he, not like he was the cause of that, like that's, that's just people. But he bought some of the uh, some of the land around there, and then built a hotel near there. That's horrifying. He's also uh, one of the things that he's doing in Salem is he's actually building it within a block of historic Salem near where uh, one of the uh, recorded uh, witch burnings happened. Fantastic. So, so bought land near there. Near there. Not bu- but he's not buying the actual historic land because yeah. that's super illegal and like would be drawing attention to himself. But he is buying land near there. So I'm gonna take these notes. I'm going to send a text. Like I'm gonna send like clip notes over to uh, Elias mm-hmm. since he's like my vampire like expert essentially. He's also really good with the cold. So I'm gonna send him a text with all of these notes and just be like, what is the significance of? blood-soaked land, uh, land where there's been violent crimes, and how is that valuable to vampires? Can you look into this? I also wanted to look in uh, By the way, while that you're on your phone, you receive a text message. From? Uh, from, um, I'm trying to remember his fucking name. Officer um, Brian? Yes, I can't remember what his first oh name is. Oh my god, is he finally gonna, like, ask me out? He actually, he actually goes like, hey, uh, dinner tomorrow? Question mark? I just start squealing in the middle of the uh, the salon, and I just kind of like tap one of the girls because like I'm waiting on uh, my feet to dry. And I go, oh my god, this like really a, like adorable officer just asked me to dinner. Oh my god, girl, that's so cool. Like I'm so excited. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you. I have to go pick out the right dress for this. Oh my god. Is there an outlet nearby? Because I'm a student and all of a budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, there's an outlet just uh, like three blocks down. Okay, I am going to now switch gears from like, look, I'm going to text Officer Brian back and be like, totally, like make a reservation and I'll be there. What time should I show up? 7 p.m. Where do you want to eat? I never say no to sushi. Cool. Uh, all you can eat? Yes, absolutely. Right. Look at, he doesn't have a first name. Uh, officer. Brian, officer, trying, what's a good first name? His last name is Brian? <laughs> His last name is Brian. Yeah, he doesn't have a first name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find it in the notes. I'll let you know if I find it. Maybe oh, his, sweet God. His first name could be Brian. So, okay, what if his first name is like... Some, James. It's like, it's, James no, 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 it's a, it's a last name for his first name. 
James can be a last name. I was thinking of something like Whitley Smith. <laughs> Smith Brian. Yes. Smith Brian. Hey Smith, how are you? Because yeah, like, the, the other Brian I have in here is Brian Smith, which is you know. <laughs> we have a Brian Smith. We have and a Smith Brian. I can't do it. <laughs> well, Brian Smith. Uh, Brian Smith is Punch God. So. Oh yeah. Um, let's go. Archibald. With... Edgar Rick. Bryan. I like that. Edgar. Rick. That's why he goes by his last name because he Brady. hates the name Edgar. Brady Brady call him Brian. Eddie. Call him Brady. Eddie for no, uh, short. Him Brady. He is, oh he is Edgar Bryan. I, I'm looking. I'm not seeing it in so here. We'll go with Edgar. And so I'm going to wait for, while I'm waiting for my uh, manicure and pedicure to finish, I'm going to then um, turn over to looking at Ardorelli's holdings. Okay. And I want a list of, I'm basically looking for a entire list. You're looking at Ardorelli's holdings or Brightness's holdings? We'll start with Brightness. Okay. Because that's going to be easier to find. Okay. And through that, I'm going to look at subsidiaries and see if anything is listed under Ardorelli's names or if there's anything that would be a pseudonym based off of those like naming conventions. Int and uh, computers. Difficulty five. I got five, six, six successes. Holy shit. I see a 10 from over here, so. I got one, two, four, five, six. Yep, six successes. Okay, so with uh, six successes, uh, she's looking into Mr. Brightness. Uh, I'm looking into his holdings. Okay. And from there, I want to know about his subsidiaries. So with six successes, you get a basically you get a lot of information on his holdings his subsidiaries all of his public all of his public holdings all of his other stuff obviously you're not getting like freaking bank accounts you just know that like he has offshore accounts like any respectable multimillionaire does <laughs> respectable and hard airport i don't know is there anything else you're looking for like nothing strike you as anything that isn't as evil as any other millionaire in his status. That's the thing that I want to know, but I want to know exactly what he owns in Salem and in Massachusetts. I want, I need to know everything. In Massachusetts, he has a few hotels in major cities. He uh, just recently bought land in Salem. All right. Through his subsidiaries, I want to know about his subsidiary subsidiaries. Like, I'm following this wormhole is what I'm doing. Because, like, it's kind of an old trope of follow the money. Mm -hmm. I want to know where his money is coming from. Like, I need to know, like, his smallest, most obscure holding to see where, like, he's getting this giant pool of money. I want to know where it started, and then I want to, like, I want to follow this rabbit hole all the way down to the dead. Um, the most you can figure out going off of that is, is that he has offshore. He has investors in Europe. Okay. Um. Does anything come up when I type in Artarelli's holding? No. Okay. Any combination of them. Uh, Radovich is an old family name from Transylvania. Okay. I want to look at their entire ancestral line. Like um, I am in full research mode. You cannot find it online. All right. I will deal with that when I deal with that. Um, my, I'm going to assume that my mani-pedi is done. Mm -hmm. um, my hair has been sufficiently um, cut and styled and a couple of like cute little highlights put in here and there, kind of like a little dash of purple to go with the black and the red. And uh, I'm going to head over to the nearest outlet and start looking for a uh, 
a dress to wear with on my date tomorrow night. Okay. Hi guys, Brendan here. You should be more like me and cite your music. You know, for legal reasons. The theme song for this season is Images by Lost European. Transition music by X-Taker UX. Other music in this episode was provided by Citizen X, Jazar, David Hillowitz, and Taimo Kumulainen. I'm going to just spell that out for you. It's T-I-M-O-K-O-M-U-L-A-I-N-E-N. If you liked what you heard, you should totally hit that like button, subscribe to our stuff, and follow us on Twitter. I give updates on what's going on and when I plan to post episodes at A Pair of Dice Lost on Twitter. You can send questions for our banter podcast, Let the Good Dice Roll, to a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. Tell your friends and family about our antics. Hook a speaker up to your wizard's heat lamp so they can chill with some good stories. Tweet at us and share the episodes. Hell, if people do that, I'll start taking names to be turned into NPCs so you can be a part of our canon. And finally, remember, you gotta do money to make money. To somehow change the past Erase the page forever From this book I have